Welcome to the Rain Podcast, where we empower women to understand what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm Melissa. And I'm Abby. We are your hosts. We love talking about what it means to experience clarity on your God-given mission. We hope to be an encouragement to you along your journey of what it means to reign as a strong disciple of the King in a world that is at war against what we believe. We want to walk alongside you and guide you in your day-to-day life as you experience every adventure and mission God has for you. What is up, everybody? So the last podcast, you were talking about what it means to be enlisted as we learned from the Apostle Paul and from Nehemiah. So this week, we want to share some personal stories of what this has looked like in our own lives as we work on reflecting the mission statement God has given us into our weekly life. Oh, that was a mouthful. (laughs) By the end of this podcast, our hope is that you guys will just be inspired with new ideas on changes you can make in your own week to reflect your God-given mission as well. So just some changes in your week that you can make to really live out your mission statement and really just live out what God is going to use you with in your life. Mm-hmm. So Abby, what are some changes that you've made after you realized kind of what God's had you on mission for? Uh, those things have gotten clarified. What are some changes that you've made to make it go from the paper and like actually hit the pavement and you start walking this thing out? So one thing that has really, really helped me to grow in my faith and grow in my mission that God has me on is I know that youth are a huge thing in both of our lives. Yeah, youth yeah. is just something that like, even in the says in the Bible, if you can come to God with the love that they have as a child for God, just that genuine, like not even needing to think about anything else, but just willingly submitting to God. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. So I love being surrounded with just creature, not creatures, <laughs> with people who just love God, like that with that genuine, like brand new baby love that they just are on fire for God. And they sometimes they don't even know what that means, but they're just on fire and just to see that and be around it. So that's something that I definitely tried to include in my life more than normal in what I used to do. So I grew up going to a youth group called Crave in Winnebago. It's from the Crossroads Church. And that was a youth group that changed my life for the better. That was where I really got saved was at that youth group because it was so much different than anything I've ever experienced in my life. I wasn't really getting filled up from my other youth group because it wasn't, it just wasn't tailored to how I needed to be ministered. Mm -hmm. But then when I went to Crave, that's where God just poured into me as a kid when I came there as a sophomore. Um, And that's where I really, really grew in my faith there. So I wanted to get involved and stay with that program for as long as I can. So I graduated out of Crave and now I am back as a leader slash hype girl slash MC slash I love everything about Crave. So that's my biggest thing is spending time with the younger generation. So one of the biggest ways that I do that is I got involved with a youth group. So that is the most perfect way to get in, um, like literally immerse yourself in the culture of high schoolers and just people who need pouring into. So that's one of my big ways was that I got involved with Crave and then also just with church in general. I'd sit by the youth. I'd invite as many youth as I can to sit by me because I have this thing about people being left out. I hate it. My biggest thing, if there's someone sitting by themselves, you best bet I'd be sitting by you. Um, But anyways, that's one of my big ways that I really started to immerse myself in my mission statement and and just merge it with my week and my day-to-day life. So now I know every Wednesday I spend my night immersing it with the youth and just spending time with people who I can pour into that can also pour me up in the weirdest ways. Mm. We love it. 
But yeah, can I oh, also yeah, add? Yeah. I've seen you, Abby. A lot of times, people at your age will go to church to get filled up, mm-hmm. um, or they'll go because it's to make them feel better. Yeah, and it's not very common in the culture, especially in our church culture, for people your age to be so involved in ministry and serving. Yeah, and to see you not only go to church, but you're you're welcoming people. You know, you're on the service team of welcoming people at the front door, you're on the worship team, you're, um, you know, leading a Crave youth group. That is just so awesome. Like, you're not just there, you're in the game, you're engaged, you're enlisted in the work God has for you. And your example, like, it's one thing for someone older to say to the younger people, you should get involved in church, you should sign up and serve, but for them to see someone their age one is of their you, own. <laughs> one of their own doing it, the excuse is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's so, thank you for pouring into me. That's so encouraging mm. because sometimes it can get hard to like see that you're one of the only people like on your age group. Lots of people are focused on other things. Yeah, so you're opening the door with, you know, the 70 year old that's also being a door greeter. Yeah. And then there's Abby yeah. working with multiple <laughs> generations. I love it. We love it too. That's well, thank you for encouraging yeah, me. That's so, cool. so sweet. We love that. But also, another change that I made in my week, day to day life is I like to implant the word into my day to day life to get inspired and just filled up in every single way because no matter like the scripture every scripture I think is so beautiful so no matter the way that I can include it in my life it enhances my day in some way so in first Timothy 4 15 through 16 it says cultivate these things immerse yourself in them the people will see you mature right before their eyes keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching don't be diverted keep at it both you and those who hear you will experience salvation and so that's fought a lot into my life. That goes along with my first one as well, is like immersing myself. When I immerse myself with serving the Lord and when I immerse myself in just serving a younger generation or just keeping his scripture and his truth surrounded by me, there's not really much that can tear me down when I'm surrounded by the words of the Lord and just like encouragement from a younger generation and from an older generation when I serve on Sundays. But other ways that I like to keep this, the word in my day-to-day life is obviously I love to read my Bible in the mornings or whenever I can if I don't have time in the mornings. Um, every single day, just to get a little bit of his scripture into my heart every day and just a new, there's, it's so cool. I think how he'll teach me one thing in scripture like a week before and then I'll experience what that scripture was taught to me mm. for, like revealed the reason why. And I think that's so awesome. Ah, oh, the living word at work yes! right there. I love it's the alive. living word. That is so, I did not understand the term living word as a kid. I was like, well, you can't have a book that's alive, you freaking weirdos. Like I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? But now that I'm older, it is so crazy how like, even with my friend Elena, she was going through a tough patch and she was dealing with a lot because a lot of people in her life were leaving. A lot of people, um, Mm -hmm. she had a lot of deaths in her family. And there was scripture that just kept popping up in my Bible about how God puts us through those trials to build endurance in our hearts and that we should rejoice when the hard times come because that's what's producing something inside of us. He's Mm -hmm. teaching us some lesson through that. So I think it's so cool how when you immerse yourself in that word, you're not only going to help yourself stay on your mission plan, but you're going to help other people with their mission plan. Which I think is so cool. It's definitely, it's contagious. Yes. You know, when people see that, it whets their appetite and inspires Mm -hmm. them as well. It's awesome. I love to see that too. 
But another way that I keep the word just in my day-to-day life is I love Bible verses. No matter how big or small the Bible verse is, I love it just to have wherever and wherever I can put it on. A sticky note, my mirror, a planner. Like if you saw the back of my door, you would see it's covered with just note cards and just scripture written all over it. Because when I close my door at night, because the monsters can't get in when the door's closed. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I love to just look at that and see the verses and the power verses for my life, like Jeremiah 29, 11, that I just have written on my door. It just puts a new perspective right when I wake up in the morning and right when I go to bed. Mm. So just keeping scripture everywhere that you can. Like we just, right before we recorded this, I looked at Melissa and I'm like, Melissa, I know what Joshua 1, 9 is. It's just be strong and courageous because I have that sticker in my car. Like I didn't even realize that I was memorizing that scripture, but just because I have that sticker in my car for the world to see and for me to see every time I go in the car, like I memorized it, which I think is so cool. Like effortless. Yeah, effortless. (laughs) I was just like, hey, Joshua 1, oh yeah, I know that. And I was like, what? (laughs) But other ways you can do that, especially for girls, we love cute things. So Mm -hmm. screensavers, there are a ton of cute screensavers out there that are just adorable when they mesh the scripture with beautiful landscapes. Like, I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm a, we both are granola girls. We love, we're both wearing our Patagonias (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yeah. We love just mountains and just being outside. It's something, Mm. oh, nothing matches to being outside. The vibes that are outside, man, the vibes are really good. (laughs) But they have some beautiful screensavers too. That's mixed with scripture. But anyways, those are just my my main reasons that I, the changes that I made in my day-to-day life to reflect the mission that God has me on. But how about you, Missy? What are some of the ways that you yeah. immerse yourself in Thank there? Thank you, Abby. <laughs> that was awesome. And I was given some good ideas of like, I should get a verse in my car and on my <laughs> <Yeah>. dashboard. <laughs> I learned like a one super there. complicated one. Ha ha, a cheat sheet. <laughs> I think I remember my cousin, when I was younger, she had it like taped on her um, steering wheel, like where the horn yeah. is or something. So she would see it often, but that's a really it's good like idea. It's like be slow to anger, like on, yeah. on the horn. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be pretty good. I love that. There's a verse for everything, everything. in life. <laughs> everything in life. <laughs> oh man. Well, some of the things that I did, um, and I think we had talked about a little before that when we craft our mission statement, sometimes it's this lofty by faith mission statement. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like, capturing God's heart for you that you may not even see it in your real life yet but it's kind of like by faith yeah um and so sometimes the mission statement can seem almost unattainable and so when I did recraft mine in my 20s there were certain things I wrote in there that I still haven't really seen Mm -hmm. fully come to life yet but it's like part of who I'm becoming and who God's calling me to be and so I had to start making adjustments and changes to my daily, weekly life because I wanted my weeks and my days to reflect the mission God had me yeah. on. And so part of my statement talks about bridging the gap between gen- or bridging the gap in generations and cultures. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much that can be learned when we have friends that are from multiple generations, but. Um, I love learning about cultures, I love traveling, and I've just been so blessed to be able to to travel as much as I have, yeah. but I've realized, and I think what I talked about in the last podcast, that it keeps me on focus when I can get out of my comfort into uh, you know, a third world country. Yes. And so I had to like 
as a planner girl, as we both are planners, yeah. <laughs> I had to like make space for that in my calendar. Like, what what does it mean if I want to be on mission and working overseas? What does that look like in my schedule back when I owned the shop? Like, how do I make sure I have time that I can take off to be able to travel? Also, what does that look like in my savings account? Am I, am I, I had to make like a savings account for traveling with mission trips. You know, a lot of times people donate, but I also wanted to financially be a part of paving my way to go on mission trips. Mm -hmm. So those were some spaces I had to make. And then also loving different cultures. I had to like, how often am I reading books about different cultures? Yeah. So those are some changes I made there. And then another part of my mission statement is um, I'm very passionate about families being healthy and children living and growing up in a, a thriving, healthy environment, and I'm passionate about homeschooling. And so as I crafted this statement, mid-20s, I realized a couple years later, yeah, I was homeschooled. I'm very passionate about it. I love it, mm -hmm. but I wasn't really involved in it at all in any yeah. way. So it's like, oh, this mission statement looks beautiful, but I'm not doing it at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. And so it was like, okay, so how do I make these little micro changes in um, my, what I'm committed to? And there's things I had to take off my plate that I was committed to. And then I started to put on my calendar um, being involved. My girlfriends and I that we grew up together, we started, I think it was like a year and a half ago, uh, a homeschool group that meets in our home. And so I went from my beautiful mission statement to actually bringing it to like have my feet hit the pavement with yeah. it. And now we meet once a month here at our house and uh, we run and do a, a homeschool group. And so it's just kind of taking those, those beautifully written out things and what does yeah. that look like? How can I commit just like you started um, leading at Crave? Yeah. So let's make this a reality. Let's not just talk the talk. Yeah. But walk, walk the walk. The walk. Uh -huh. Let's not be hearers of the word, but doers, doers of the word. Otherwise we deceive ourselves. Yes. If we're only that hearers. Verse. That's yes. another power verse I love. That one really is good. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I was actually sitting in church with your mom last Sunday and yeah. leaned over her and we had quoted that verse to each other. Aww. And I had said like, if we just hear the word of God and we don't do the word of God, it says that we deceive ourselves. The mm -hmm. enemy, he's the deceiver. And so basically, when we listen and we don't do, we're just taking the deceiving job from the enemy. We're oh just doing God. it ourselves. I love that. I love Mary. <laughs> Mom, again, I don't know if you're watching, but we love you. <laughs> you're so it was good. awesome. It was so fun sitting next to her, just taking the thousand yeah, notes. I Mary loved it. For you. Yes. Like, like mother, wait, what is it? Like father, like sons, like, like mother, like, like daughter. daughter. Yep. <laughs> totally. Um, so I've got four little application things that I want to share with you guys today. And then Abby's going to add on to it as well. Mm -hmm. Looks like she has five on her notes. Uh -huh. okay. <laughs> um, there's a quote principle that I had heard that says, your life consists of the practices you keep. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And that kind of goes back into how I had to make changes in my life to actually reflect my life. Yeah. I wanted it to be in line with my mission statement. Yeah. And so those things that we do, those habits, those practices, you know, we can have good habits and we can have some habits that aren't so good, but it's basically a, a daily, weekly practice. It's a thing that we do over and over and over yeah. again. And um, 
so yeah kind of going back into what I said how mm-hmm. um, can we on a weekly basis be living out the the mission God has for us That's and great. that really becomes the legacy that we leave here on earth is the things we do it's not the things we say it's not the things we talk so lofty about but it's the hard work of actually showing up and being faithful yeah. and doing those things even when you know it's not turning out how you want it even if you're not getting the recognition if God's told it to you to just show up and be faithful that's enough. even in the mundane that's really you're doing enough oh, I think we get so caught up in thinking especially like perfectionists like I can be one sometimes mm-hmm. um <laughs> but I think that's something we get so caught up is, and we got to think, we think everything has to be perfect. Like we have to do everything perfectly, but God doesn't call us to do that. Sometimes he literally just calls us to show up. That's the only job for us sometimes is just show up and be present. And, oh yeah, that, that is so good. And I've heard like fail harder next time or something like that. Like we're going to fail at the things we do, but if we keep learning from our mistakes and we keep showing up and we do it again and again, Eventually, that's where the real growth happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I do to, well, I guess I said maybe I do have five things. I just numbered them differently. <laughs> this is real life here with the podcast. <laughs> um, so some of the things I do to keep inspired is I study people who live on mission, and I love studying or reading biographies of actually military mission people or missionaries who have basically it's the same principles they go hand in hand um i've talked about them before but my brothers turned me on to jocko willink and tim kennedy they're a navy seals and a green beret like military people and they Mm -hmm. write a lot of books and just i learned a lot of business principles missionary life principles And one of the famous things from Jocko is discipline equals freedom. Yes. And so when we start disciplining our life, we start disciplining our bodies, um, the result of that is freedom. And that's really the word of God is its practices, its disciplines that produce freedom in our life and in this fallen world. And just taking extreme ownership, Jocko talks about a lot instead of, you know, just kind of... What's the term I would want to use? Oh, I have one, but it's not the best term. Let me think here for a second. Not just kind of like carelessly going through life, um, not doing things with excellence, but like taking extreme ownership of the mission God has for you. Yeah. Um, And then Tim Kennedy, he talks a lot on individual responsibility. It totally diffuses us. We it, it we no longer can point blame like. Well, I can't serve God because of this circumstance, or I am unable to do this because this this bad thing happened to me. It's like, no, we need to take individual responsibility. God has a beautiful work for us to do, a beautiful mission. Let's take responsibility of it every single day. And mm-hmm. like seeing the way that those men live out their lives, you know, they're very strategic and disciplined. They wake up early, they work out, they train their body, just like the Apostle Paul. Yeah says that he disciplines his body so that he wins the race in which he's running yes and yeah so that and then i also read biographies on missionaries um jim elliott amy carmichael they're just some neat missionaries from the past and just hearing their stories and hearing that it wasn't all sunshine lollipops and rainbows for Mm -hmm. them 
that they had to go through years of, of hard work to um, leave the legacy that they've left. Yeah. Um, and then another one would be when I prepare to go on a missions trip. This is something I used to do, which I still do, but now I've it's kind of grown into other areas of my yeah. life, is when I prepare, I usually cut sugars, I cut foods that are not good for me that could jeopardize my immune system, and I really build up like echinacea and I take extra vitamins and vitamin C because I want to be healthy and not get sick when I'm on mission. Yeah. Um, I increase my workout regimen. I guard my sleep more because I want to be well rested and healthy. And really after doing that a couple times, I realized, well, I am on mission every day. And so really integrating this into my normal routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so here's just an idea, like if let's say your mission statement would be bringing food and water to children in poverty, Um, just kind of a big idea I came up with. Um, If that is your mission statement, what does that look like on a weekly basis? Maybe it would be getting involved in the local food pantry um, to actively be serving people in need who are hungry. Maybe it's uh, joining a team that's working overseas and maybe that means for you here in the States to show up faithfully to the weekly meetings that they have or um, committing financially to give to missionaries who are on the ground. Um, and so those are just some ideas of like, how do we take that, those dreams that you have and put them into practice in just a small micro way. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like in our town, Abby's mom has uh, started this clothes closet Again, Mary's a G. Yeah. (laughs) We love her. (laughs) She's amazing. Um, She started a closet here that people can go in and get clothes for free, and there's donations. Mm -hmm. So she's taken a lot of her mission work and has brought it here in town. Yeah. Um, And then lastly for me, what keeps me focused and accountable and actually living this thing out is identifying who is on your team, who that person is, that is your accountability partner, the, the person you walk alongside with, so that when you're starting to get kind of laxed and letting things go, you can reach out and say, hey, so-and-so, I'm really struggling in this area, mm-hmm. or please pray for me, I need to get re-inspired, um, I'm slacking on some of the commitments I've made, Yeah, and uh, just identifying who's your team to keep you focused and accountable, because the enemy wants to isolate us and... We're really meant to do things with one another, and it's just a lot more fun when you do it on a team. Yes, it for so. sure is. Yeah, so I think those are my my points there that help me <laughs> make it come alive. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Abby? Mine are a lot shorter, so I'm just going to try to, like, <laughs> I just wrote down this, and I was like, I'm just going to try to talk on them, so I'm probably going to say like, like, 60 times, because that's just the Abby way. But, so my first one is that helps me be on mission is that I loved, like I was saying earlier, immersing myself in who God says I am. Mm -hmm. So with Bible verses, with reading the Bible, with friends who are going to teach me that, with um, just having that mindset and waking up every day, realizing that God says I am worthy. God says I am beautiful. God says I am loved. God says I am enough. Mm -hmm. Just knowing that and believing that, there's one difference between knowing it. Like I used to know it. I, I know God called me worthy. I know God says I'm good enough. But that's, there's a difference between knowing it and believing it. 
believing that you're worthy, believing that you're good enough, because mm, that's, that's where your huge. mission, yeah, that's where your mission's going to take off is when you really accept who you are in Christ and you realize that you're not what the world says you are. So that was my first one because mm-hmm. that's one that I just love. And I wish lots of people, like that's my biggest thing too, is a big mission for me, for my younger generations of girls, is my best way that I can show God's love to them is by revealing to them who God says they are. Showing these girls that they are worthy. Showing these girls that they're loved. Showing these world girls and just encouraging them in their walk with faith. Even if it might look different than mine. So that's my number one. And then number two would be to, like what Melissa said, keeping people in my life who are going to keep me accountable and focused. Mm -hmm. With my mission, Melissa knows that I'm on fire for God. I want to stay on fire for God. I want to serve him and deliver his message to as many people as I can. So we have kept this relationship like strong and we like built this podcast too, which is a big reason that helps us to stay closer to God and just not drift away from him. So I think it's really cool to have also my church friends who keep me accountable and just people in my life, like my mom, there's so many people that helped me to keep focused and just rear in on life when I start to get sucked into life. And because mm-hmm. it's so easy to get sucked in, I it's yes. so good to have people that are like, yo, Abby, like, where are you going? Like, come back. <laughs> so Or when you're getting down. Yeah. And just like, even this morning I woke up a little like, just you yeah. know it is what it is but then yeah. now Abby and I've been together all afternoon it's like, and yay. <laughs> it's so, we're both we're totally like this is in both of our mission statements and yeah so yeah the result of this podcast has yeah. we've it's put, we put it on the calendar we yeah. show up we do the work yeah and it's been and God blesses so us for cool. it it's awesome <laughs> So I think that's another reason too is just like also those people help you reach your goals. Like Melissa helped me reach my goal of ministering to more girls through being able to have this podcast, being able to have rain, period. Like mm. it's just awesome that they she's also kept me accountable and focused on my life mission. So that is so important to have people in your life that <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> to have people in your life that will grow you and not tear you down. Yeah. So my third is I also like I was saying in number one is For me to live on mission, I need to mentally prepare for the day. So how that looks like for me is reading the word in the morning. When I am immersed with scripture and truth in my morning, I know that I can live it out throughout the day versus I'm even, it feels so weird when I read the Bible past like 10 o'clock, like 10 a.m. I'm like, oh, like I'll start to feel a little weird. I'll start to be like, I don't know what the truth is. I know what the truth is, obviously, (laughs) but I feel like I'm just like robbed of like, getting to have my time with God. So one way that I mentally prepare for my day is by immersing myself in truth in the beginning of my morning so that I can live out my day serving him and praying with him in the morning and just seeing what I need to do today for him versus Mm, for myself. That's good. So that's another big one. And then number four is kind of more of just me sometimes too is I love journaling. I love putting my emotions. Me too. We're journalists. And others similar. (laughs) Is I just love keeping track of like, it's so crazy how when you recall your days, you see how much God moves and works in your life. It is crazy how many things I'll write in my day that all of a sudden, like I'd realize, oh, God did that, not me. It helps you to give the verse of how he talks about how do all things as if doing them for the Lord. Give God the glory in every single thing. Mm. So I love how when I keep a journal, it helps me to reflect on my day and be like, wow, God did that, not me. So it's so cool to keep that in your head too. So that's what a journaling helps, is me to just get out my emotions and my thoughts. Yeah, and that, if I can just add, really builds faith for when you're having days where your faith is wavering, your trust Mm -hmm. in him is shaky. Oh boy, having a journal that you yeah. can just open up to a time where you saw God work and it's, you can't deny that he was there. Yes. It just 
oh, it just or makes just to alive. watch like a process go down. Like I went through a really hard thing a while ago, and to watch how I wrote about the things God did, and looking back on how that situation was totally encapsulated by God, mm. and He was in every aspect of it, just like brought a spark to my eyes when I started reading it. It was so beautiful. And we love how God works like that. Because then when you do look back on it, you're like, wow, God is so good. (laughs) So good. But anyways, that leads me to my last one, which is number five. And it is realizing that my joy and happiness is never, ever dependent on my situation, but on God. So I'm not going to go too far into this because that's a a future plan that we're going to talk about is um, when we are find our who we are, our worth, identity, our joy, and our happiness in the Lord, there's nothing that could tear you down in your day. There is nothing that your car could break down and you would still praise the Lord. You could get stuck in a storm and you would still praise the Lord. Just realizing that your happiness is not dependent on what's happening in your life, but your joy and happiness is dependent on the Lord, mm. which is a thing that I live by. Because so many people ask me, they're like, why are you like so happy why are you so positive and I'm like well there's only one person who makes me happy and positive and it's the Lord God and Savior and just realizing what he's done for you on a day-to-day basis and like what I said in the morning too about just taking in again what your God has done for you and that he gave you this day so use that day as an opportunity to live for him so those are my application points but (laughs) that took a while actually I thought it was gonna be a lot shorter than that (laughs) but it's okay it's all good oh those were just such neat points and thank you the the last one definitely we've talked we love having like choosing our mindset and yeah like even you know I I've struggled and I still do struggle with a lot of depression and I get worn down at times though sometimes I come across as this bubbly happy person Mm -hmm. Not to, you know, I'm not trying to be fake, and I love being honest with what I'm really feeling and struggling with, but mm-hmm. um, just learning that it's our choice, what we choose yes. to dwell on and what we choose to look for. Happiness so, and, is a choice. Yeah, it really is, and we can, like you said, being stuck in a snowstorm or like having a horrible blizzard outside, you can go, mm-hmm. oh, I hate the winter, I hate the cold, it's blah, 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 it's just yeah. so miserable, or you can say, oh, we get to stay home. We get yeah. to get warm, fuzzy blankets out, put on a candle, get mm-hmm. warm drinks. That's it. Same circumstance, yeah. but it's just how you choose to look at it. Is and when when our when our eyes are on the Lord, yeah, He it's like double whammy. There's coming nothing from that heaven. can stop you yeah. when your eyes are for God and when you're living for God. There's nothing that could ever happen. Especially like putting our faith and our who we are in somebody else too. Mm-hmm. That was something I used to do. Is Same. I used to put everything that I was into someone instead of realizing that my worth and my identity does not come from a stinking person. It comes from God, and that's the only person who will fill you up always. So mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally segues into what yeah. we're going to be talking more on about. that topic will be coming. So if you love that, so just stay wait. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, we um yeah, so tying it up, we it, it's been really fun. Mission statements are like mm-hmm. what I nerd out on. <laughs> so I've loved um talking about it with everyone. But next month in um we're going to be I don't even know what month that's going to be. March, I think. March. Yep. Yes. Um we're going to be talking about battle plans mm-hmm. and what it looks like to have a battle plan, putting on God's armor so that whatever life throws our way, we can be prepared for the battle that we're uh, engaged in. This year so far, we've had we've crafted our God-given mission statement. So that was January. 
in February, we talked about being enlisted mm-hmm. as a soldier of the king. In March, we're going to discuss battle plans that will empower us to reign in the life that we have been created for. Oh, yeah. So we are we're very excited, excited <laughs> as always. So thanks, everyone, for being with us. Yes. And we love talking with you when you reach out on Instagram or sending Makes us our text. Day. It really <laughs> reminds us why we're doing it. Yes. So we'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next month. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.